is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Today, let me begin preparing you with eyes I've not seen. I will not enter into the subject yet, but let me wrap up um, some discussions that I've been doing around the world, um, which is the shadow of things. I started this during the Easter period, and I want to wrap it up because that will usher us into the discussions on eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man that which God has for the saints and for his people. So today, let me wrap up on the Easter series that I started, which will eventually lead us to the new subject, the shadow of things. The shadow of things. Now, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 1. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 1. Hebrews. Amen. 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 Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 1. Hebrews. For the law having a shadow of the good things to come. And that's where I pick my subject from. The shadow of good things to come. Good things to come. Good things to come. The good things are yet to come. They have not yet come. But they will come. But they will come. You can see the good thing through the shadow which God is revealing to you right now. Shout. Good thing is about to happen to me. Good things is about to happen to me. And you're my baby and I'm ever my brabum. And you're my something good is about to happen to me i am tired of hearing bad news i'm tired of receiving evil news i'm tired of touching what is evil clap your hands and shout good things and you're my puppy and ever my brand in your matantai, my brand your how, my brand your here, me say, and you're my puppy and a radiant. For the law, having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with these same sacrifices which they offer continually year by year make those who approach perfect. Verse number two. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. For the worshippers, once purified, would have had no more consciousness of sin. Three. But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. Four. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. Now, a shadow is a small dark spot that is cast on the ground when the rays of a sun when the rays of the sun are intercepted by an object. Ah, I can see the shadow here now. The shadow is a dark spot. 
Because this image is standing in the rays of the light or the sun which is there right now. So a dark spot called shadow is cast close to the original image. Close to the original image. By the original image. Three revelations. Number one, anytime you see the shadow, it means that the rear image is just close by. It's not far at all, very close. When you see the shadow, it means the image, the real thing is close. Please tell my enemies the things they have seen about me that make them worry and have sleepless nights and talk about me tell them they should stop wasting their breath because what they are seeing is just a shadow the real thing is about to show up it's a shadow I am laughing at your enemies this small marriage God has given to you and they are so envious about this small post and they are jealous this small money you have and they are jealous this second hand car that you have and they want to kill you hey, they should stop wasting their time because what you have is just a shadow the real and original is about to come eyes have not seen clap your hands and shout it's a shadow shadow it's a shadow. It's a shadow. It's a shadow. Here is the second revelation. Anytime you see a shadow, it means there is an interception of a kind. There is a kind of interception. Something is standing in the rays of light. Something is standing in the rays of the sun. I have come here in the name of the Lord that any interferences in your life are about to leave you. Any spiritual, demonic, satanic interferences, put your foot down and say, get out of my life. Every interference to your promotion, every interference to your rising, anything that is standing in your way that you cannot overcome, I declare that there shall be no limitation upon your life. Clap your hands and shall no limitation. Every interference, get out of my life. Family interference bloodline interference human interference interferences by enemies and evil people wicked tongues by the power of the blood in this atmosphere of anointing clap your hands and say out Anytime you see a shadow, 
I also noticed that a shadow is a dark spot. I deal with every darkness in your life. Clap your hands and say, let the light show up. When I say darkness, say, let the light appear. Darkness. Let the light appear. Darkness. Let the light appear. Misfortunes. Let the light appear. Bad news. Let the light appear. Bad luck spirit. Let the light appear. Ups and downs. Let the light appear. Defeat and disappointment. Let the light appear. May light show up in your prayer. May light show up in your darkness. May light show up in your secret place. Clap your hands and say, let there be light. The book of Hebrews is a very interesting book. Its authorship has been argued by theologians. Some say it is the Apostle Paul who wrote. Some of them said they don't identify any Pauline spirit and character in the book of Hebrews. Because the usual introduction to Paul's letters, I, Apostle Paul, prisoner of Christ, blah, 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 cannot be found in the book of Hebrews. But those who argue that it must be a Pauline epistle also say that they can see characteristics and similarities between this book and for example the book of Romans and particularly the book of Colossians. You can see some things that Paul has mentioned in the book of Hebrews that appear there. So therefore possibly and likely it is the apostle Paul who wrote the book of Hebrews. For example, when you come to Colossians chapter 2 and verse 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17, Paul writes, He said, And he was crucified, and that on the tree on the cross, your sins, number one, were forgiven. Not only that, he went on to do a second thing, number two. And then he nailed the ordinances which were contrary to us, nailing them onto the cross. Number three, and removing every curse from the way. Number four, making a public show of principalities and powers which have harassed and tormented you for many years. He made a public show of them. So number one, your sins were forgiven. Number two, every bloodline case which is called ordinance, he nailed them to the cross. And so as you sit here right now, you cannot talk about bloodline cases and family generational cases when you are born again, spirit-filled, cleansed and washed by the blood because he nailed them to the cross he nailed them to the cross he nailed them to the cross and then triumphing over principalities and powers who are principalities every family has a kind of principality that controls everybody and every system in the family Anna, 
nailed it to the cross. And after that, he removed it off the way. So from today, when you are walking, every hindrance and every interception is removed by the power of the blood. Oh, it's just a shadow. Come on, we are going somewhere. My God. And he said, he triumphed over them, publicly making them naked and triumphing over them, giving you and ensuring and establishing your victory on what you call a disgraceful death and shame. That's why he gave you the victory. Who is that principality that he defeated? In every family, there is a spirit that sets demarcation to the members of the family how far they can go in life. Every house. There are some families also that their principality is a good one and that ensures them to have successes. You, you, they, you, there are some people who from, from certain families, they don't struggle. They don't struggle. But everything they do, there is some kind of success and breakthrough. And they don't even know why. There's a family in India called Gandhi family. Political power. Oh, when they stand an election, they will win now. But somewhere, somehow, they never end well. They all die on the throne. Grandfather died, daughter died, son died, and they just die like that. There's another one in Pakistan called Bhutto family. Oh. Elections they will win, but give them some few years and they are gone. Pakistan, I, I, I know a, a, a family. Oh Jesus. It doesn't matter how long the marriage has been sustained, some way, somehow they will break it. And, and if you look at the circumstances under which those marriages are broken, it's, it's, it's funny. One of them that broke, broke after 25 years. 25 years. Why will you break a marriage after 25 years when you have overcome all the teething problems of the initial studies and the years? 25 years. You know yourselves too much to divorce. You have come too far to return. But the marriage was... And recently, the latest one, oh, Jesus Christ. Husband has gone out with wife, I think for a dinner or something. And then, for some reason, I suspect that after the, there was some small argument, and the lady probably brought to the washroom to go and then ease herself. By the time she comes out to the car park, husband had moved the car and left in the night. So, lady had to now pick a taxi or probably come somebody. The matter went for arbitration. And all elders said to a young man, you were wrong. How do you go out with your wife and then leave your wife because of an argument? And guess who owns the car? The car belongs to the woman too. (laughs) 
For one year, the young man could not humble himself to just say, I am sorry. And let the marriage continue. Ladies and gentlemen, that marriage is broken as I talk to you right now. Isn't it very ionical and very silly for a marriage to break under this circumstance? One night restaurant eating. There is a principality in the house that has set a boundary that no marriage must succeed over there. And so it doesn't matter how far you go, they will bring you down. These are the principalities you are talking about. And you are sitting down there, you are looking to my face and you are saying we pray too much. Oh! I'll show you a church where they don't pray. Go there. I'll show you a place where they don't pray. They are not praying too much at all. Because what is contending with us, they are not flesh and blood. They are not flesh and blood. They are not flesh and blood. Christo on the cross he made a public show the, the, the NLT said and he made them naked and drove them out in the streets he, that which is contending you has already been made naked they have already been disgraced and so stop crying and stop elevating them and take your place in Christ and take your place under the covering of the blood and just know that the victory is your portion. Yes. I'm not talking to everybody. Only one person here. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Oh, the principality in my house. Oh. There are two principalities, a male principality and a female principality. And they are married together and they are producing heavy results. If you are a man in my house, the least number of women you marry will be three. The highest, the one who is leading the timetable now is my senior brother, seven. Seven. Every principality that is staring at your marriage and at your future yes. by the power of the blood, yes. cancel it and say, Get out. Yeah, get out. The female principality goes after the beautiful girls. My father is beautiful. My father had 22 children. My father was very handsome, very fair. So all the daughters took after him. Beautiful girls. None of them succeeded in marriage. Born one, born two, return. Born one, born two, home. Born one, born one, born two. The other one that shocked me, then I got to know that this one is a spirit. Beautiful girl. I was very young. She came home one day with her trunk and buses. Papa, I'll marry again. And my father said, Why? Now I'll marry again. And this man is married. He's a good man. They're working at some strategic place. And has been providing for her, the children, including my father. And what my father likes is when this man brings him a bottle of schnapp and then tobacco. Oh, 
told them my father will release prophecies upon this man. <laughs> For one bottle of snap and tobacco. I was very young and I was just standing there. This woman came and said, Papa, I'll marry again. Then my father said, give me one reason. Just one reason. Why are you not marry? <laughs> so Papa said, so who will you marry? That one. A fitting mechanic. <laughs> mechanic apprentice. <gasps> so when you see the, 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 the difference between the other man's children and then the children of the mechanic, oh, the difference is huge. Because the man took over his children and educated and they went to Wesley girls and they went to you know and then the mechanic children too I'm a momoji yes it's like akba kwa bibri kwa bibri kwa bibri GSS 1 2 akatamen principality the principality say hey in this family this is how far you can go GSS is your last stop you want to go to university you die the principality in some houses say hey in this house nobody builds up a story building if you want to put up a story building you will die in some houses the principality say hey this house we don't need rich people here to come and boast poverty is what we eat because when you become rich you become too big and everybody bows to you and so here when you want to become rich they'll kill you that is the kind of family look through your family and find out which principality for abraham the principality in their home was that once you appear as a firstborn you'll be disinherited abraham did not inherit his father isaac was the secondborn and he took over from esau uh, uh, from uh, from ishmael and then jacob was the second born, he took over from Esau. And then Jacob's firstborn, Reuben, was disinherited. Second born was disinherited. Levi was disinherited. The inheritance went to Joseph. And then Judah, by the right of hand and the oil, took it. See, see, see. In David's house, the principality is this womanizing spirit. Oh, in David's house, it doesn't matter how many men, women you marry. If you don't hit 300, 700, then you are not there. <laughs> David's house. And, and the spirit was so violent that brother will sleep with sister and then brother will kill brother. Oh, the house was a mess. And yet he was a goodly and godly man. And the principalities and powers, he nailed them to the cross and removed them off the way, triumphing over them. And the writer of Hebrews now moves from chapter 10 and comes to chapter 11. The chapter 11 is called the Hall of Faith. The heroes of faith. He defines faith. They said now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And then he begins to mention the heroes. And in verse 17, he comes to Abraham. And he says, so therefore Abraham, by faith, he took his son Isaac and offered him unto God as a sacrifice, believing that he who instructed him is able to raise him again from the dead. 
He was seeing the shadow of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is the real. And he said, so therefore he believed God that he was able. And Paul concludes this one in Colossians and said, do not let anybody deny you the right to the food that you eat. The kind of food you must eat and the kind of holiday you must you must uh, 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 observe. For all these things, he said, are a shadow of good things to come. But the real is the body of Christ, King James. GNT said, but the reality is Christ. A shadow. God sits in heaven. And he looks at Abraham. He says, who is this man? Who can fathom what I am thinking for mankind? That I, God, will be sending my son Jesus who will die on the altar of sacrifice and I'll raise him up again on the third day and I'll give him victory over death over sickness and principalities and powers witchcraft spirits and demonic spirits evil and envious men evil tongues of men how did this man know it's a shadow. It's a shadow. And then Paul comes to them and says, Look at you guys. What is wrong with you? God revealed the shadows to you. But when the real thing is coming, you start running away from it. Are you not the same people who every year will come to the temple and bring two animals? One which is called the scapegoat. You speak your sins on that and you lay your hands and that one is driven into the wilderness meaning that it has taken your sins away. And then the other one is brutally crucified on the altar and you put fire to it and it is burnt and you say that this is the one that has died for your sins. Are you not the same people who have been doing those practices but they are a shadow? Now the real thing is coming. And then he comes and in John chapter 1 the verse 10 he says he came to his own people and his own people would not receive him. And so to them that believed in him even them who accepted him he gave them the power to become the sons of God. What happened? How did you miss your miracle? Are you not the people who on the night before you left Egypt you took a lamb each in your family houses and you killed it and you posted the blood on the lintel of your houses and when the angel of death came entered into the houses where there was no blood but in every house where there was blood death passed by and you have been celebrating the Passover First Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 behold Christ is the Passover lamb he is the real that one was a shadow 
It's a shadow. Oh, but we see me here right here. Any one of whom I tell Mufi Mizrimono, Mufa Jana Mukono, Namudin Mujani Yamudano, Ah, Najina Radin Casasuman Bofono, or Wobofono, if you have a Mujani Binimo, or Kunipa, Namo Fiala Moja Womono, or who try no, Ah, Mamudis Atomo, Embreno, Muria Fis, eh? Oh, somebody is talking about you. Please allow them. What they are talking about is just a shadow. The real thing is about to appear. The money you have is just a shadow. The car you are riding is just a shadow. The house in which you are is a shadow. The choir all power land voices what you have here is a shadow the real 150 mass choir is coming to power land voices you will not sing to presidents only but you sing internationally i see an aircraft that they have written power land voices present showers what you have now is a shadow the real present showers is about to be born can you shake somebody sitting by you and say brother sister what you have is a shadow what you have is a shadow the real is about to show up the real is about to don't show deny up. yourself of the real don't deny yourself from the real Hey, oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. If the money some Kranchankra has today is a shadow, I can't wait for the real one. If my house is a shadow, I can't wait for the real one which is coming. If my infinity is a shadow, oh, the real is the jet which is. Hey, hey. I, 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 I didn't know I have enemies in this church. I thought, I thought everybody loves me. Oh, I, I don't care what you think. Yes. It's a shadow. Hey, kakaye, wey, eno sa yano nisusumdiya. Eni adipana kasaba. Kakaye menye ni amedu sa medui. Eno pwa yenisusum na adipana kasaba. Ebesi saying. At the beginning of last year, a certain businessman wrote a check. And the check read 10 million US dollars. So I asked him, what do I do with that check? He said, keep it. Anytime the money shows up in the account, I will ask you to present the check. I didn't know that he was teaching me about shadows. When I saw the check, the check is still in my drawer. Now I know it's a shadow. And I know that anytime I see a shadow, it means the real is very close. And I will not lie to you, ladies and gentlemen. In three months' time, that check is working its way to the bank. Before the end of this year, I said, I feel we ever could have year. Bojinuma, Jinumani, Wale. I don't know about you, but I know only one God. Can you walk and talk to somebody in the next line? Can you talk to somebody in the behind you? But you're my child. Oh, you're my child. Yeah, yeah. Nano. Echa ke no ko no ko be. Ni nyo mo nyafe. 
to somebody and prophesy to somebody. Can you walk to somebody and prophesy? It's a shadow. The shadow of things to come. Eyes are closed. Prophesy to somebody. Smile and prophesy to somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Is someone a prophesy? Is someone a prophesy? To see what is coming, that your heart will be released to receive what is coming. Clap your hands and shout, I receive the real. Shout it again and say, I receive the real. I am tired of walking in the shadow. I have seen enough shadow. Now I want the real to appear. Oh, I, 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 I don't care if God blesses only 50 people here. That's fine with me. Once I can raise 50 millionaires here, I'll be okay. I will be okay. Hi. Let my enemies, let those who hate me, let those who are praying against me, let those who wish me evil, a miracle is coming your way. The power of God is coming your way. Something is about to happen. self-prophecy. This song is a self-prophecy. When you say it, it will come to pass. I open your heart. Open up. Believe God. Trust God. Prophesy to yourself. Let them see, oh God, that you have shown me a sign for good.
surrender. Ya me surrender. Perform a miracle in my life. This is your prayer. Yes, yes, go, 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 go
presence of God is here. Their presence is here. Their presence is here. The power and the anointing. Lions were valiant in battles, turned weaknesses into strength, put enemy, enemy, uh, 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 enemy armies into, into flight. These men, these men, acting as a shadow of things to come, if they saw the resurrection before Jesus was resurrected. If they sacrificed their only begotten son before God could follow. And if they subdued kingdoms, the real kingdom is coming to somebody here. If they shut the mouth of lions, every lion in your house is about to run away. They put to flight enemy enemy armies. Every invasion into your privacy, every invasion of any alien into your body by the form of any sickness. In the name of Jesus, clap your hands and say, Shut them up. It's a shadow. Every weakness is about to turn to strength. What the devil brings to you as a weakness. 
It's a shadow of the strength which is come. The devil took away your father and your husband. And took away your mother. And your sister. And your colleague. It's a shadow. That weakness is about to strengthen your choir. How does God reveal shadows to you today? Number one, God uses dreams. Either sleeping dreams or open vision dreams. You sleep and you dream. You wake up. Oh, sorry. And he said, oh, oh. <laughs> it was a dream. I thought it was real. It's a shadow of what God is going to do. Has it God shown you enough dreams? What did you do with the dreams? Dreams, promises, promises are shadows. When somebody gives you a promise, God is speaking through the promise. Don't go sleep. That's why promises are not fulfilled in your life. Because when you hear the promises, you don't come to the altar to sow and to believe and to pray and to ask God for the fulfillment. And so the devil comes and fights the promise. Because the devil is always fighting shadows so that they don't manifest. Number three, direct prophecies. Direct prophecies. Direct prophecies. Direct prophecies. They are a shadow of what God wants to do. Four indirect prophecies. Indirect prophecies. Indirect. But But And then five prophetic acts. Prophetic acts. And then number six. Your desires are a shadow. You desire to marry. Who put that desire there? God. Why? Because he wants you to marry. So why are you not married? Because there is an interception. So why are you sleeping? Mark chapter 11, 22, 23. It says, and when you stand praying, believe uh, that when you pray, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have it and you shall have it. Once the desire comes, it's a righteous desire because you are, your heart is born of the spirit. One. Two. God has placed that desire for you to do what? Wage war with it in prayer. It means that once the desire occurs, God has already fashioned the thing. God has already created it. The thing is now existing in the realms of the spirit. It's a shadow. And so we are, you are now waiting for the manifestation of the thing. Houses are built in the shadows. Cars are bought in shadows. 
Wealth is made in shadows. You didn't get up and had your first degree. You had a shadow from primary six. When they asked you what you become, and you said you become an engineer, that was when God revealed the shadow to you. I was in secondary form five. Secondary form five. And the O level examination was very close. So registration was going on. One week for registration to close, I was one of few students who hadn't paid the examination fee. I went to school on scholarship. And so I wasn't paying school fees. Now, but examination fee doesn't cover scholarships. Scholarships don't cover examination fees. And Mondays in school, anytime they come to Danny Hall and they are coming to mention names of people who are owing. If I don't appear first, second, I will show up. If second, I didn't show up, quarter, 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 third year, I will be there. My name was always there. So I got so used to it that as soon as the headmaster or the housemaster comes and is going to mention, I will get up before my name is mentioned. I'll get up. Because if you don't get up, the students around your table, they say, ah, so you are owing and I will You are owing and you are eating like that. And they'll start laughing at you and mocking you. And I didn't want that. So I, I, I will get up before names were mentioned. And sorry, I was 19 years old. And St. John's Grammar School. St. John's. As I stood by the roadside, then the trotro came. And I entered into the trotro. I was heading towards Achimota. Where my mother lived in one room with uh, four other children. A baker. I was going to collect fees. I don't know what happened to me. I just took a paper from my bag. And I started writing some things to my future. I said, at 35, I'll be the chief executive of my company. I'll go to six form. I go to university. university. And I'll be chief executive. By 35. I will have five cars. One for me. One for my wife. One sports car for my wife and myself. That in the evening we shall use to go and watch films and then come. The shadow of things. I said the fourth car will be for my children. With their driver. Who will drive them to school and bring them back. And the last car will be for my visitors. When I have visitors, that's the car they will be using. I will not lie to you. I wrote these things down on the paper at age 19 when I had been driven away to go and pick school fees. 
There is more than the five that are root. More. And if I were not a disciplined man, and I don't like people talking about me, there will be as many as 12, 15 cars parked in my house. Because there are people who come to me with, after I've prayed for them and they've got breakthroughs, Bishop, we want to do something for you. I've seen this car, I want to buy. I said, no, I have enough. You bring the money. No, I have enough. You bring the money. I said, I can't have a time and you have a cell. What do you have? Bonkutu, This church can bear me witness. There are people who have come to give me cars. And when they bring me the cars, I give the cars to the church. And I give them to my pastors, some of them in branches, and so on and so forth. Because my compound is too small. There, there is a limit to which I can park in my house. The shadow of things. Now, <laughs> direct prophecy. The spirit of the Lord would have me you to know that he is preparing you. You will become a very successful businessman. Your, your training is in the bank. But after which God is going to connect you because you have a heart to support missions. And you have a heart to support the poor and the needy. And say in the spirit of the Lord, said, I have seen your heart already and this I will do. I'm giving you seven years from today because the preparation is starting. And when the time comes, I will show you three signs that you will see clearly, clearly, by prophecy and by dreams and by visions. And when you see the man to which whom I'm connecting you, you will know him and know that this is the man. You will control so much wealth that you have no idea. And then you will be a preacher of the gospel because God says he will give you the money to support the gospel. And Somebody should go and tell your wife that the man he's married to is a man who is a millionaire in the spirit. There will be difficulties and challenges now, but it's only a shadow because good thing is about to happen. Say the spirit of the Lord. Those of you who know him, am I hitting the right prophecy? You know what this prophecy has done? This prophecy settles every confusion in his life. And so at any time when it comes in his life and he doesn't know what decision to take, God has already revealed the shadow of what is to come. Here is one prophetic act. Give me a bottle of water. Prophetic act. The prophetic act 
Let, let, me, let me deal with the indirect prophecy first. Indirect prophecy is the one that comes through the pulpit, through the word of God, where your name is not mentioned. But you can tell that the guy is preaching about you. And then you ask him, who told this man? You know why? God knows you are in the service and the spirit of the Lord had already prepared the mouth of the prophet to bring you answers to the solutions you are looking for. What do you do with indirect prophecies? Number one, open up and just believe God. Number two, during the prayer and ministration, pray your heart. Because why? God has already revealed that he knows you are in the service and that is why he fashioned the word for you. Four, get to the altar and sow a sacrifice and claim the prophecy. In fact, you are writing your name by the prophecy because no name was mentioned. For example, today, I have spoken many, many prophecies, one of which is that, oh, if people think that the money that you have and for which they are so envious, the house that you have, the car you have, the small position, for which they are so envious, they should stop wasting their breath because a bigger one is coming and that one can kill and bury them. I didn't mention anybody's name, but you know you are the one I am talking to because you know the battles that you are going through because of that small blessing. So quickly, you connect to that prophecy and say, this is my prophecy. So into it and grab it. You will be amazed how it works. Prophetic art is that stupid, foolish instruction that the prophet gives, which doesn't make sense to economics and sense to psychology, philosophy and sociology and law and medicine but in which your miracle is tied. Example, an army general, but leprous, came to the prophet Elisha and then he was expecting that things would be done normally. Then the prophet sent a, sent a messenger and said, tell him to go and wash in the Jordan. That's a prophetic I Tell him he should go and dip himself seven times. Why? Because God is a God of numbers. He's a God of colors. And he's a God of dates and seasons. Now, we'll be going to colors on, you know, to come. Colors. When, when, when you see blue, mentioning in, in, in the building of the temple, and purple, and, and, and red, and scarlet, what do they stand for? God is a God of, of colors. He's a God of numbers. Why would he say seven times? The guy who was being resurrected from dead, the dead by Elisha, why would he sneeze seven times and the Bible would take time to record, to record that he sneezed seven times? Because God is a God of numbers. God is a God of seasons. Why would the Bible say that a thousand years are about like one day before God? And one day is like about a thousand years. Because God is a God of seasons. Why does somebody prosper early in the morning and then in the afternoon somebody overtakes him? Because God is a God of season. Because God is a God of seasons. Jesus Christ met a man and then spat on the ground, mixes the spittle with sand, rubs it over his eyes and he said, go wash prophetic act. It's stupid. It's foolish. It doesn't make sense. The man is blind. How is he going to locate the pool of Shalom? which is located at the market center with all the people in the crowd. After that, Jesus said he should come. How is he going to locate a man who doesn't have a church room and a house and keeps moving from place to place because the son of man has nowhere to lay his head? How is he going to... Show me. There's a certain man. 
Who asked me to go and wash? I'm looking and say, how do we know? What's his name? He said, I don't even know. If you don't know his name, how do we also know his name? No, but he's describing. He said, oh, how can I describe him when I cannot even see? Foolish, foolish, foolish instructions. But when you hear these instructions with the ears of the spirit and with the heart of faith, you know that you are about to translate shadows into realities. Oh my God, am I, am I affecting somebody this morning? <laughs> Prophetic act, stand. Prophetic act number two, remove your shoes. It sounds foolish, eh? But you will see very soon what God is going to do. Keep this seat and don't change. I give you three years from now. Now, prophetic act, follow. Walk through this water. Make sure that your feet step in them. Yes. 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 Stand. You know what God is doing in the spirit? God says he has removed the shoes under your feet because those shoes and certain shoes in the realms of the spirit have led you into certain situations that have brought you almost shame and disgrace. And there were times that you wished that you were not alive. Today he says, I have taken away the shame and the reproach from under your feet. Now you know why he asked you to walk in the water? He says, now I have cleansed your feet. Because you are now ready to walk into your miracle. And I see the tears coming from your eyes. And here is another prophetic act. It says, I will use this mantle and this handkerchief to wipe the tears from your eyes. Because what is happening to you, it is only God who can come through for you. It doesn't matter how much you wipe the tears. The devil still brings you sorrow and pain. But I am the Lord. And say, Lord, this is the end of the satanic harassment. For a woman, beautiful as you are, in the realms of the spirit and in your heart, you look sorrowful. The Lord said, I have taken away your shame and your reproach. And now I will put a new song and a laughter in your mouth. Say the spirit of the Lord. And you know what this prophetic art has done? Anytime the devil comes to him and says to her, anytime the devil comes to her and says to her, God has forgotten about you. She will tell the devil, the devil, you are a liar my feet have been cleansed. Remember that Sunday when the man of God placed, put, put, uh, pulled me from the place where I was sitting and then after the prophetic act, he put me on his seat which is the seat of promotion. <laughs> Devil, you are a liar. I am not born to fail. I am not fail. I take my name out of the list of failures. And I put my name among those who will succeed. I am for signs and wonders. You are a liar, devil. God has revealed to me dreams. I have a desire. I have received the prophecy. The indirect prophecies. Promises have been made to me. Now I believe they are a shadow of things to come. Eyes have not seen. Get ready for convention of sense 2012. 
Those who have never recognized you will recognize you. Those who have never saluted you will now salute you. Say it the Lord. Holy are you Lord? Our creation call you Lord. Worthy is your name. We bow. Your God. Say it again. Holy are you, Lord. Come on. Holy. The Lord will wipe the tears from your eyes and take away sorrow and the joy of the Lord. Say, Holy. and prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. Royal House Chapel International touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.